Hello precious one. You are once again welcome to the hour of liberation with Pastor Eric Otibuatin from ICG's Holy Hill Temple, Sotium Accra. You are about to listen to the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord has the power, the proclivity and the propensity to uplift you and liberate you from any pit of mediocrity onto the hill of prominence. Stay tuned and listen to the word of the Lord. I pray this morning that the time we will live here, the love of God will be shared abroad in your heart. You didn't say amen. Amen. I said you didn't say amen. Amen. This morning I want to talk to you on God's word that I have entitled the Great Commission. See the Great Commission. I said say the Great Commission. Open your Bible with me to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verse number 15. John chapter 14, verse number 15. John chapter 14, verse number 15. If you are there, say amen. Amen. I said, if you are there, say amen. Amen. If you are still searching, say, God help me. John chapter 14, verse number 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Say, if you love me, you you will keep my commandments. So God is talking to his disciples, or Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he is telling them that if they love him, they will obey his commandments. Amen? 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 Amen. Amen. He said, if you do what? You love me. You obey my commandments. Amen. Amen. Once again, let's open to Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Mark, the gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 15, chapter 16, I beg your pardon, verse number 15. Mark 16, verse number 15. And I read. And he said to them, the word them there is the disciples. Amen. 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 So the word them there is the disciples of our Lord Jesus. So he's talking to his disciples and let's listen to what he said to them. And he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whosoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heavens and sat down at the right hand of God. Listen to the verse 20 carefully. And they went out, preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them, confirmed the message by accompanying signs. 
Amen. Father, we ask you that add blessings to the public reading of your word. And let your children be blessed and highly favored in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We read two scriptures, John chapter 14, verse number 15. And Jesus is speaking to his disciples just as I am talking to you this morning. Because the disciples of Jesus Christ has walked with Jesus for, for a couple of years now. And Jesus has come to acknowledge that because they have worked with him for a certain couple of years or for a, 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 a certain du a, a, a duration, they are supposed to understand what he came to this world to do. So Jesus at this point in time had died and had resurrected. So Jesus had died and he has resurrected and it is, it, is, it is a time for him to ascend to the Father. Jesus had died, he has resurrected and now it is a time for him to ascend to the Father, to ascend to the throne of God and before Jesus will go, he has to commission the disciples, he has to command the disciples, he has to tell the disciples something that he wants them to do, because it is the same thing that he came to this world to do. Last week I made you to understand that as believers, as Christians, as disciples of Jesus, for us to be able to know the reason why we are on earth, we must know the reason why Christ was on earth. Are you with me? So if you are a Christian, so you're a Christian, so we will put a until you know the reason why Christ came on earth, you will never know the reason why you are on earth. The reason why you are on earth is not for you to go to your workplace and go and work and come back. It's not for you to marry and, and give birth. It's not for you to do all sorts of things that you know doing. But the reason why you came for, to this earth is for you to add up to the kingdom of God. Are you with me? The reason why you and I were born again, the reason why you, we were regenerated, because anyone, before you become born again, you need to be born before you become born again. You need to be chained before you be rechained. So some of us, we are here, and we are walking with Christ, but the reason why Christ came on earth, we don't know. For example, you are an ambassador of Ghana in Italy. And as an ambassador of Ghana in Italy, you must know the reason why you are there. You must, you must, you must support the cause of Ghana in Italy. So Americans are in Ghana. We have the, the, the embassy of America in Ghana. Hardship will, will attack Ghana, but it will never attack them. Because they are not here, and they are not representing Ghana here. They are representing America. So the time will come, there was doing so, doing so in Ghana some years ago. But when you go to American Embassy, at that time I was working with a company. So my workplace was at Cantonment. And anytime you pass around American Embassy, Though there was light of all over cantonment, but that place was full of light. Why? Because they are representing America in Ghana. So whatever America is experiencing in America, that is the same way they are also experiencing in Ghana. So when we say you are an ambassador, and every disciple of Jesus Christ is an ambassador of Christ, you represent Christ. Obi Oye Yesu Oshie, Obi Oye Yesu Chidi Nibia, Eye Yesu. 
and then we see him. I was asking so. And so yes, you got to know why Christ made you an Anemusini. Until you know it and work with it and walk with it, you can never be prosperous in life. Are you with me? Are you with me? Until you know why Christ has made you an ambassador and, and, and hold on to it and work with it, you can never fulfill your, your, your assignment on earth. Our assignment on earth is not come, come here to come and acquire all the degrees that we know. Our assignment here on earth is not for us to go and marry and enjoy our marriage. Our assignment here on earth is to know the reason why Christ came on earth and what he has commanded us to do and also fulfill that thing that he has commanded us to do. Are you with me? So in John chapter 14 verse 15, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he told them, if you love me, obey my commandments. So in this day of love, in this month of love, for God to know, for you to be able to put God on his toe, and God will be dancing around. Because the Bible says that whenever one soul repents, whenever one soul repents, there is happiness in heaven, and it sets God on his toes, and God begins to dance. Why? Because there is a soul that has been added to the kingdom. So Jesus said, if you love me, obey my commandments. What commandment is Christ asking us to obey? That is another question. Because if somebody is saying that, if you love me, obey my commandment. So are you with me? Until you know them, until you know what he has called you to fulfill, you can never fulfill it. So we must know why Christ has called us. We must know why he has brought us on this earth. You must know why last Friday I was telling some group of people that they must ask God in prayer why they are in this church. Because wherever God will place you, there is a reason he has placed you there. Once upon a time, Jesus was traveling with the disciples. He got to a place and he saw a tree. At that point in time, the tree would shoot, shoot bear fruit at that time. But at that time when Jesus got there, there wasn't any fruit. And Jesus cursed the tree. Because So there are times in life Christ will come to churches, he will visit churches, and he will look at people that have been in the church for so long that he expected them to bear fruit and make sure their fruit remain and they are fruitless. And if you don't take care, Christ will cut you off. Are you with me? Are you with me? Please, are you following me? So Jesus is commanding them. And he's telling them that if you love me, obey my commandments. Say, if you love me, obey my commandments. So loving somebody is not buying chocolate for the person. Loving somebody is not about sex. Loving somebody is not about promising the person you buy a car or you buy a car. Loving somebody is not about buying house for somebody. But loving somebody is to laying down your life for that person and making sure that person still remains in where you have laid your life for him. 
So Jesus, in Mark chapter 16, verse number 15, Jesus is trying to tell them the commandment he's talking about. And in this Holy Scripture, he says that, Go ye unto all the world. The Bible says that, and he commanded his disciples. He said unto his disciples that go ye unto all the worlds. Go ye unto where? Go to where? And he said to them, so I am saying to you, I am trying to reiterate what Christ told the disciples. That at that time you were not there, but now you are a disciple. The word disciple means somebody who has believed on someone and is helping to propagate or helping to uh, 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 spread the teachings of the one he has come to believe. So the fact that you are a disciple, if you are a disciple, doesn't mean you just have to come to church. Because the word disciple means that somebody who has believed on someone and is making sure the teachings of that person, the doctrines of that person is spread abroad and people are also believing them. That is a disciple. So the Bible says that Jesus said to his disciples that go ye, say go ye. Say go ye. The word go in the Greek word, the translation for that word go there that you see also means depart. Say depart. The word go there also means travel. Say travel. The word go there also means trip. Say trip. The word go there also means journey. Say journey. So what Jesus is saying that the disciples are not supposed to sit at one place and talk the word. The disciples are supposed to travel. The disciples are supposed to go abroad. The disciples are supposed to journey, trip, and go and spread the gospel to all the world. So if you are a disciple of Jesus, your commandment that Christ has given to you is to go out there and do what? Preach the gospel. Say, preach the gospel. Say, preach the gospel. So the assignment Christ has given to us, what Christ has commanded us to do is to go out there and preach the gospel. One of the signs that shows that someone loves God is to obey God's commandments. So I can't tell my wife or she can't tell me that she loves me and doesn't obey me. What I say? Are you with me? So one of the signs that you love God is to obey his commandment. And Christ is saying that Christ, who, who represents God bodily, because that is what the Bible says in Colossians. He said he is the, he is the Godhead bodily. So God the Father, God, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are all embarked in Christ. So Christ is now commanding us that we should go in, we should go out, we should depart, journey abroad, we should travel and go and preach his word. We shouldn't go and tell people about ourselves. We should go and preach his word. We shouldn't go and tell people about what Christ has done for somebody. We should go and tell people what Christ has done for us. Let me tell you one thing. If you are a Christian and for the time that you got born again until now, you don't have any sign, you don't have any miracle, you don't have anything to show off that you became born again, this is what Christ has done for you. You are not really a Christian. Because when you read the book of Acts, the whole book of Acts, the works of the Holy Spirit, any time that people of God encounter Christ or they encounter the word of God, there must be a sign 
Greek word is Simeon. There must be a Simeon that will come for them to believe that indeed they have encountered somebody. When Paul encountered Christ, he got blind. So that somebody will come, Ananias will come and open his eyes. When Peter met Christ, he had to fish for the whole night. He hasn't gotten anything. But when Christ came into his boat, he was able to receive something. When Nathaniel was standing somewhere and they told him that we have found Christ, Philip told him, I have found the Messiah. He said, who is the Messiah? Can something good come out of Nazareth? And the Bible says that when he came to Jesus, Jesus said, this is a true Israelite. The one who doesn't see sin in himself. He says, indeed, you are the Christ. So before you meet Christ, or when you meet Christ, there must be something that will let you know that you have met him. Ask yourself, since you met Christ, what is the sign that you can show? Because you don't have anything to show. You can't go out and tell people that this is what I have experienced. Are you with me? You don't know how to go out there and talk to people. But I believe that if you are able to go out there, if you are able to commit yourself to Christ, obey his commandments, and try and let him work with your life, there will be so much of what? Signs and wonders. And I pray for somebody this morning, that may signs and wonders be rampant in your life. I said may signs and wonders be something that will always happen in your life. I said may it happen in your life. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. I believe it. So every believer must obey this commandment. Unless you are not a Christian. But if you are a Christian, you must learn to obey this commandment. Because that is the greatest commission and the commandment Christ has ever given. Go ye and preach the gospel. Go ye and preach the gospel. So I looked at Romans chapter 10 verse 13. Why must we go ye? Why must we go ye? Romans chapter 10 verse 13. Romans chapter 10 verse 13. It's a very profound scripture. Romans chapter 10 verse 13. And the Bible says that, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Shall be what? Shall be what? So anyone who will call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? And so we are more Jesus Christ to Jesus That is why when you go out there and you preach, somebody must believe what you have preached. So if you don't go, how will somebody believe? If you don't go, how will somebody believe? So the life, let me tell you, the life of somebody, the life of somebody as you are sitting here, or being conquered out. Are you with me? Or being quiet so be so it's in your hands. Because the Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How can somebody call God's name when the one who is supposed to go and preach the word for somebody to know and call the person say, I'm not going? So why must we preach the word? Because the life of somebody, the destiny of somebody is in the preaching of your word. The destiny of somebody, until Peter had preached to Cornelius and his family, they wouldn't have known Christ. Until Philip has preached the, the Ethiopian, you know, they wouldn't have known Christ. So the destiny of a family, the destiny of a country, 
in your hands, it's in your mouth, until you go out there and preach the gospel and make sure your church, the kingdom of God is populated, you, are, you haven't done what Christ called you to do. Are you with me? So who shall call, anyone who shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 14, say how then can they call upon him? How then, how then shall they call upon him whom they have not believed? So we went to and this It was Christ How can they call upon him whom they have not believed? And how can they believe in him whom they have not heard? So so we went Are you with me? Are you with me? Yes. If somebody is sitting beside you and is sleeping, you give the person a blow. Are you with me? Yes. I said, so how can you call upon somebody? How can they call upon somebody when the person has not heard? Are you with me? So it means that they must hear. They must say they must hear. They must say they must hear. Say they must hear. Say how then shall they call upon him whom they have not believed? So it means that they must Call upon somebody they have believed. So the life of somebody, the belief of somebody is in your hands. How then can they call upon somebody whom they have not believed? How then shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? It means, And he said that, how then can they hear? Without a preacher, say without a preacher. Say without a preacher. So God has made you a preacher, and God is saying that there are people at Antioch, there are people at Sohutu, there are people at Israel, there are people at Rescos. Until they hear the word of God, they can never repent. Until they see the signs of God, they can never repent. Until you use what God has done for you to let them know that God can also do it for them. Until you do that, they can never repent. How then can they hear without a preacher? It means somebody must go there to preach before they will get saved. And verse 15 is very profound. He said, how then can somebody preach the word unless he has been sent? How then shall somebody preach the word unless he has been sent? And I'm asking you, have you been sent? Yes. Because the first scripture tells us that Jesus commanded the disciples. Are you a disciple of Christ? Yes. Are you a disciple of Christ? Yes. Are you a disciple of Christ? So if you are a disciple of Christ, it means that you are part of the people that have been sent. And I pray for you that this morning may the may the fire of the Holy Ghost may it baptize you to preach the word. I said, may it baptize you to preach the word. I said, may it baptize you to preach the word. If you believe in shout, I will preach the word. I will preach the word. So Jesus asked them, Go ye and preach the gospel. So we must preach. Because if we don't preach, a soul is perishing. And the reason is that Ezekiel 33, the Bible says that God doesn't take delight. God is not happy. God is not joyous. When somebody dies, so if you are a preacher, if you are a Christian, if you are a disciple, if you are a believer, and you say you will not go and preach, it means 
you are not obeying what Christ has commanded you. Are you with me? Are you with me? It is only preaching that you don't need certificate to preach. So willing, you don't need certificates. Wherever you meet people, in your school, at your workplace, wherever you go, in church or in taxi, you can just witness to them. You don't need certificates. You don't need to speak English or Swahili. You, don't, you just need to tell them Christ loved them. Are you with me? Are you with me? So the great commission is that we should go out there and do what? Preach the word. We should go out there and do what? We should go out there and do what? And I pray as you are affirming this word that you must preach the word. May the fire of the Holy Ghost baptize you this morning so that your, your bones will receive power to preach the word. I said your bones will receive power to preach the word. In Acts chapter 2 verse 1, the Bible says that the day that the day of, when the day of Pentecost has fully come, there came upon them fire and they started in tongues. May that fire that will make you pray in tongues come upon your life. I said, may that fire that will cause you to pray in tongues, that fire that will cause you to evangelize, that fire that will cause you to bring souls to the kingdom, may it come upon your life in the name of Jesus. Until that fire comes, you can never preach. Are you with me? I said, until that fire comes, you can never preach. Peter, 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 we all know. Peter can preach for 12,000 people to give their life to Christ a day. But there was a time in Peter's life, a child, a young girl at the age of 11, he couldn't even tell the child that he is a follower of Christ. Why? Because at that time, he was devoid of the fire of the Holy Ghost. He was empty of the fire of the Holy Ghost. So until the fire come upon your life, you are useless. Are you with me? Until the fire come upon your life, you are useless. But when the fire comes, Jeremiah put it this way. He said, I, I determined not to preach his word again, but his word was like a fire shut up in my bones. And I couldn't stand, I couldn't sit. I had to go out there and preach. Paul also put it in this way. He said, woe betides me if I preach not the gospel. Because necessity is laid upon me. I must preach the gospel. Tell somebody, I must preach. I must preach. A time will come when you are coming to church, you must come with the soul. When you sit down, then the soul is also sitting with you. That is when you are working. Let me tell you one thing in life. Until you begin to bring more souls to Christ, and eh? you will never be satisfied. Are you with me? You see, that's why they still opening companies. Because he doesn't know his real mission on earth. Your real mission on earth is not for you to come and open companies for people to work in. But it's to make sure the people that are working in your company, they stand right with God. They are aligned with the purpose of heaven. That is our mission. So you can give thousand people a work to do. But if they don't know Christ, what you are doing is useless. Are you with me? So we must bring people to Christ. Say, I will bring people, I will bring people. to Christ. Christ. So he said, go out there and preach the gospel. And anyone who will be who will believe in the word, Matthew, Matthew 16, verse 16. Say, anyone who will believe in the word will be what? Shall be what? Shall be what? So the salvation of Odro is in the hands of Dampa preaching. Salvation of Alfred is in the hands of Kezia preaching. Salvation of a certain drunkard 
in, in circle is in the mouth of Bralex preaching. So if Bralex says that I will not tell that person, that person will wander around in circle and will die in a sense. And lo and behold, when you stand before the judgment seat, God will ask you. Anyone that Christ has brought to your jurisdiction to make sure that person will be saved through your preaching. If you don't preach to that person, when you die, the Bible says that God will account their blood from your hands. So ask yourself, are you even ready to account for your own blood? How much more somebody's blood? How much more somebody's blood? So he said that he said that when we preach, go out and preach the gospel, and whosoever shall believe the word shall be saved. And anyone who doesn't believe in the word, he shall be condemned. Matthew chapter 16, verse 16. He shall be condemned. Anyone who doesn't believe, so someone, yours is to go and preach. If you tell the person and the person doesn't believe in, you have done your work. But yours is to go and do what? Yours is to go and do what? So yours is to preach the word. If you preach and the person says, I will not listen to you, you have done your work. Are you with me? Are you with me? And listen to what he said. He said, after you have preached the word, after somebody has believed and somebody has not believed, there are signs that are going to follow you. Say signs. Say signs. Say signs. Science here is not integrated science or general science. Science here is S-I-J-N-S. Science, in a Greek, we call it simeon. Simeon means something that when you see it, when you see it, you say, wow. So at the beginning of the year, I prayed for somebody and I told the person, I told the person, God is going to bless your family with one child. God is going to bless you once again. And the person called me last time and he said that, Papa, the prayer that you prayed, do you know why? Yours is to just preach, say preach, say preach. So he said, this sign shall follow them. Go with me to the 17 verse. This sign shall follow them. These signs shall follow them. In my name, they shall hurt. In my name, they shall hurt. So, as a believer, how many of you have believed Christ? And how many of you, I know all of you have believed in Christ. When was the last time you cast the devil from somebody? Hello? Hello? You see, when was the last time, Margaret, that you casted, you casted the spirit of mammon and the demonic spirit from somebody. When was the last time? Brothers, when was the last time somebody sat in your car and the person was possessed with demonic spirit and you told them they should bring the person out? As a doctor driver, you lay hands upon the person and the person has recovered. When was the last time? You think this work is reserved for pastors? You are joking. Tell somebody you are joking. This work is not reserved for pastors. He said, anyone who whosoever shall believe, this sign shall follow them. Are you a believer? Are you a believer? This sign must follow you. You are in school. Somebody is somebody is is is, is trying to like like the person has there is a convulsion upon the person. They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
When you As a believer, when something happens that way, you must calm them down by the power that is in you. You must calm them down. Thank you for listening to us, precious one. I hope your life were blessed after listening to the word of the Lord. God bless you for listening to the word of God. And if you want to contact us, precious one, you can also contact us on this contact number plus 233 246 Otiboatin3@gmail.com Otiboatin3@gmail.com or you can also email us at Otiboatin3@gmail.com Otiboatin3@gmail.com God bless you so much thanks for listening to us